Hi, and welcome to Cup of Three, a podcast covering reality shows on love and relationships. My name is Agu, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Mabel and Ashley. This season, we're all about Married at First Sight, season 10. Today, we're talking about episode four. All right, enough talk. Let's get to it. episode we're doing just episode four and i know beforehand we were all kind of worried that there wasn't going to be enough to talk about uh boy were we wrong (laughs) so much much to unpack in this episode uh so i know we're going to get into the couples uh very soon but overall thoughts like uh on the episode how'd you feel about it mabel oh my god sorry mama mia (laughs) <laughs> We're never gonna let that go. Mama May. <laughs> oh my gosh. I completely agree. I almost texted you too. Do we want to add more episodes to this week's content? And then the rest of the episode kept going. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh definitely changed my mind on a little bit of what I thought was gonna happen in these couples. But hey, that's uh, that's life right there. Let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was surprised. I guess not all of the episodes are the same length, maybe. Because when we were looking at it, I was like, oh, episode four, you were saying is like an hour and 20 minutes. And we were thinking about grouping it. I was like, that. this is a lot of stuff. Like, I, there is definitely, I agree, some couples where we saw them, like, just literally the first few days of the honeymoon. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay. So the, the claws are coming out already. Like, <laughs> we're going to get into this. Get real. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like normally they kind of wait until after the honeymoon for real life to kick in. We just, the honeymoon hasn't even started yet. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wow. New new couples. (laughs) Actually, honestly, like them meeting their parents already, there was some drama. Like they, the honeymoon hadn't even started yet and there were some fireworks there. Mm -hmm. So, oh boy. (laughs) Yeah. So do we want to start with Jessica and Austin? Yeah. Sounds good. Okay. Mabel, what, what do you think about them? They are the cutest couple ever. <laughs> <laughs> Love them both so much. They could not stop laughing, first of all. And then Austin, oh my gosh, I'm saying, I'm the button master. <laughs> so dorky. I see you trying. I see you trying to have some swag and some, you know. It's like a moves there. That's bold to call that swag. <laughs> what are you saying? That's, I'm a button that's master. That's a loose interpretation of swag. <laughs> he was trying. He was trying. He's like, you know what? I can, I can work my way. I can work my magic. Okay, Austin. Nice try. Super cute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but they mesh so well. I love their giddiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were. <laughs> just the continuation of what we were talking about before of like they're both equally awkward she even like to the camera was like I like that he's as awkward as I am <laughs> you know like they are on the same level with how they're managing the stress of it all and they seem to be kind of putting each other at ease by just 
constantly doing bits like the part where they sit down on the couch together to like have the champagne in their room right after the ceremony and everything. I don't know if you caught this, but like when they sat down, the the couch apparently made a weird sound and they were like, Oh, it's the fart couch. And then they would not stop talking about it for like the longest period of time. And I was like, okay, this is your wedding night. Let's maybe not talk about farts so much, (laughs) but But that's what you gotta do. (laughs) Go for it. (laughs) Just equally awkward. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Did you did you notice the part though when Austin was like checking out her butt and he kept talking about he's like I think I when I was checking her out she didn't catch me but yeah she like my wife is hot <laughs> like that was so cute. <laughs> they're they're yeah like they seem like a home run at this point. They really smitten. do. Quite smitten. I was a little concerned so um credit to the editors during the family meetup portion of the episode um, when Jessica was, you know, meeting Austin's parents, like they did a great job of making it seem as if the mom wasn't so sure. And I was like, oh no, this is going to be bad. And then by the end of it, she's like, yeah, she seems great. Da, 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 da. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. she loves her. That was mm-hmm. great. That worked out well. But the beginning of it, they felt like there was some tension there. And uh, yeah, I, that was the only thing I was concerned about for them mm-hmm. and, no problems there so far. I think his mom has a little case of RBF, uh, resting bitch face, <laughs> where you can't really pick up. Like, And I think she's, and we saw this, I think, with a lot of the parents and loved ones of the, the people getting married. They are so worried about everyone's intentions and they're very protective, understandably. And so they all kind of handle that in their own ways. And I think with his mom, it was a lot of like, you got to prove yourself in this situation. You got to put me at ease because you're with my favorite son or favorite kid or whatever, like the way she acts with him, you know? Um, And I think she's just trying to, to feel okay with it. Yeah. I think it's funny how, because it's not just this couple, we kind of, we're going to, I'm sure we'll mention it with the other couples, but the parents and um, friends were grilling quite a bit and and I understand from one side you want to make sure that the other person is in this for the right reason and mm-hmm. that they're um, you know you, you want to you're looking out for your person but part of me thought it was funny that um, like some of the questions they were like oh well how are you at this age yet and you're not married or why did you feel like you need to come to this show and part of me wanted to like yell out, your daughter, your son is also on the show. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. you can't say everyone is bad. If you think you're, you have a great daughter, you think you have a great son, they're also on the show. They're not a bad person. So why assume this other person is bad right off the bat or mm-hmm. assume, oh, they can't find a man. They can't find a woman. It's like, so your daughter couldn't find a man or woman either? Like, or your son couldn't find a, a woman? Like, I think you got to... Like, I understand the idea of making sure they're good people, but you got to mm-hmm. be a little self-aware and realize <laughs> what's going yeah, on Yeah, a little hypocritical. Yeah. That's true. Just That's a bit. True. But yeah, I like that both the families eventually came around to, you know, with uh, chatting with the twins, sisters, husband, and having that just be open dialogue. They felt very comfortable with one another. Chatting with, you know, Austin's family and having that kind of, 
relationship there too. Mm-hmm. They seem to have just an easygoing fit with their families. Yeah. Yeah. I think their families are very similar. Like they're very close. And I, I think last time we talked about like how the, you know, how like the dynamics between the family uh, that we saw at the wedding kind of um, helps us understand how each individual person might handle situations and kind of their confidence levels and things like that. And I think both um, Jessica and Austin kind of come from similar situations where like they have very supportive families, very involved families, and they have what seems like just a very good, like supportive system around them from like their actual family members. Um, But like, when when he first sat down with her sister and brother-in-law like he was very nervous like mm-hmm. and which is completely understandable meeting the parents meeting the family those are tense situations especially like this is sevenfold because mm. it's like yeah i just spent the night with your sister like <laughs> can you approve of me please you know um <laughs> but like once he kind of calmed down a little bit like they were pretty nice with him and um weren't you know, kind of grilling him like some of the other families were with other people. Um, so I think he kind of relaxed into it a little bit, but yeah, I could, I empathize so much with him. I'm just like, Oh God, I'm anxious just seeing you guys in this situation. Cause it's like, yeah. there's, there's no scenario where that's going to be completely comfortable. Like it's right. so. Uh. Right. And I feel like because they're both awkward and they both know that about each other, they just really leaned into who they were, which is great. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we even said that from the beginning, they know mm-hmm. who they are. They're very happy with who they are as people. And mm-hmm. so they're just like, hey, this is me. And this is open and honest who I am. And they found a great match for that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's great. It's awesome. the thing that makes me like them the most. It's just, they're just themselves. Like, they're like, oh, hey, like, I know I'm awkward. He's awkward. That's okay. That's that's fine. <laughs> that's our thing. Seriously? Uh-huh. And it was funny, too, because... I mean, we saw a little bit of, you know, like the first couple days or so of them, you know, being at the honeymoon and Agu called this out. He was like, look at the one couple that used all the damn swag that they got from like the wifey <laughs> hubby, like the shirt, they've got the glasses, they've got a the hat, hat, they've got bags and stuff. Like <laughs> they, they use me. every single thing. <laughs> They're like, no, this is what we do. <laughs> we put it on right. <laughs> it's like a parent like visiting their kid on a college campus and they just like decked out with yes. <laughs> exactly. all the university swag. <laughs> yeah. Just exactly. Or like going to Disney world and they're just with the Mickey hat and Mickey yeah. ear Mickey glasses. <laughs> and they're it's not like, even okay. doing it ironically. <laughs> like, no. just, you can tell for them that was just like the natural choice. Exactly. Like, they're so in a match. <laughs> I think they were a little surprised that everyone else didn't do that, which is even <laughs> the best part. Like they didn't realize like, Hey, no, we don't have to wear this. We don't have to look this nerdy. <laughs> They're wearing their heart in their sleeves right now. They're like, Hey, I love being a husband. I love being a wife. I'm going to show off. I'm the new wifey. I'm the <laughs> <laughs> Flashing that ring around. <laughs> love that. Love that. They're all cute. in. They're, they felt like similar with the college swag. They're that freshman walking around so excited. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, I'm here. Mm-hmm. So they're wearing all the swag. They got their lanyard right around their neck with their ID. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're holding up the line at the, you know, going mm-hmm. to get their food. <laughs> and all the other couples looking at them like, mm, you know, that, I wish I still had that energy from when I was first entering school. All the other <laughs> <laughs> entering in this are, big freshman energy. You are completely right. 
<laughs> I love them. True. Love them. Awesome. Any true. last thoughts on those? On those two? I don't know. I love them. They're adorable. Do yeah. Like- no. No. Nothing so far. I think they're the best. Um, yeah. So far, so good. So I was going to ask if y'all think that they're going to last. And I, I feel like I might know your answers, but I'm still going to ask. So, Mabel, do you think Jessica and Austin are going to last based on what you've seen so far? No. Oh. Clutching <laughs> <laughs> my pearls over here. Oh, absolutely love them. They're going uh-huh. to last. They're going to last. They're going to be great. <laughs> absolutely no. No way. <laughs> they're too happy. What is this? <laughs> Something's wrong. <laughs> What about you? I, saw no plates. I didn't see any plates getting thrown at each other. There was no questioning. No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah. No. Terrorist. This is what. <laughs> no moon water was being uh, left out to recharge. So Shout out to Mary from- for sight season nine. Season nine. Yeah. Nine, yeah. Yeah. Last season. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Watching the more I watch them, the more confident I am that they're going to stay together. I think mm-hmm. initially I I didn't see that, um, but yeah, they seem very well matched for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, I'm on on board with them completely. Um, I feel like with some of the early things that we're seeing come up with the other couples, like going back to Jessica and Austin, I was like, okay, I can breathe now. They're gonna be all right. <laughs> This is going to be something they watch on their 50th anniversary and laugh about how funny they were about the fart couch. Like, this is just, <laughs> this is gold. So, yeah, I'm on board. Woohoo! We're all rooting for Jessica and Austin. I love it. Yes. Also, go to sleep. Stop giggling. Sleep. <laughs> yes. That was so sleep. cute. That was so cute. <laughs> oh, my gosh. She had a sleepover and she's so excited. <laughs> so she's giddy with Austin. <laughs> Loved that. Love that. Yes. Yeah. They're so innocent. Like just so, uh, yeah. Freshman energy for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. Okay. All right. Now we get to the fun. Uh, Zach and Mindy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd say fun, but uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess to begin with, um, initially, I felt pretty good about them. I was like, oh, this is great. Um, she still had heart emojis for eyes. And I was like, oh, okay, this is this is good. This is a good, uh, a good mix. And then the family slash friend meetup happened. And her friend was asking the heavy hitting questions here. I was here for it. She she was going, she was going hard. She did a so part of me thinks, okay, you didn't need to be that aggressive. Um, similar to what I kind of said before, like, hey, your girl was also in this. Like, you know, maybe just give him the benefit of the doubt. But the question about him being a model and if this was part of his career, like, that's a that's a good question. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Like, are you doing this as a career? She did her booster? research. For that, that mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. Um, so first what do you uh how do you feel do you are you feeling a bit suspicious with that uh, ashley or do you see this as you know he's he has many irons in the fire that doesn't necessarily mean that he's here for a career boost um i'm a little worried about it honestly 
And I think it's because mm-hmm. I don't remember what season it was, but um, with Kate and Luke, what was that? Maybe seven or eight, but that we kind of are, it seems like we're getting to a similar storyline where it's like, um, like, cause later we got a little bit of a peek into her being upset and she's like walking around the hotel and saying that he didn't feel like he was building attraction for her and mm-hmm. that, that, you know, she was obviously upset by that. And he was apparently like asking her how she wanted him to handle that. And that's concerning. So another thing about Mindy is that one of her friends said that she was just really, really worried about her getting hurt. I think it's the same friend who was kind of grilling Zach about if this was a career thing. Hmm. And yeah. And some of his friends, when um, Mindy was meeting with them and talking with them, they were like, yeah, he can be kind of, they use the word stoic (laughs) sometimes where like he doesn't, um, really show his emotions very outright and all those things. And and that's all these things to me is just what was echoing the whole Luke and Kate situation where Mm. at first it seemed like everything was really good. Like he seemed to be aware of kind of the role that he was supposed to be filling. But Mm. then once they get uh, just to themselves and they're not in this kind of public setting with all these other people, then things start to shift a little bit. Mm. Um, I will say though, that it was encouraging to see that, um, they they showed this very, very brief clip of an argument apparently that they had about her feeling like they had just spent some time with the other couples and that maybe the other couples were being a little bit more like flirty and close and, you know, um, acting like real couples and that that was making her feel insecure because maybe that's not how they were being. And she seemed to be really in her head about that. But the way that they talked through that seemed encouraging that it was kind of about like once they talked it through, then it was kind of okay. And it didn't become like a bigger thing than it had to be. Yeah. Um, Cause he was like, well, we have to, we can't just compare ourselves to other people. We have to just be mm-hmm. in this with each other. So yeah. I don't know. I have mixed feelings about it. I'm really curious to see how the rest of the honeymoon plays out with them. Oh, for them. I started off by feeling more encouragement from Zach. He asked to kiss her. He felt like, He was really coming off as a gentleman, very sweet, Mm -hmm. right off the bat. So I was hopeful about that. With Shani, with their friend, I was like, yes, Shani, ask the hard questions. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because, Mm -hmm. you know me, I was not Zach's biggest fan since the beginning. So Mm -hmm. I really was looking forward to those questions and seeing how he answered. Mm -hmm. And she seems super insightful. She's like on it with seeing right through people. And I was Mm -hmm. like, I love this. This is exactly who we all need in our lives. Right. And I thought she was spot on saying it looks like he kind of knows what to say. I totally felt that too. It seems like Zach is kind of the, maybe because his career, I don't know, but kind of the person who knows how to act as he should in certain situations, Hmm. which, you know, may lend itself to insincerity, may not, because it may also just be sincere in those situations. I don't know. Hmm. And then, you know, getting on to when, her re- when she reacted to him not saying he has much attraction for her or saying he doesn't have a lot of attraction for her, I could see her really flip from the heartfelt emojis in her eyes to completely just drop. And I saw that as a little bit of a worry for me just because yeah. she seemed to go from, you know, 100 to zero pretty quickly based mm-hmm. on something he said. 
we all are in some way keen to what our partners say. So I can totally see that affecting her. But I also felt it was a little bit dangerous to be so dependent a little bit on what he said, especially since he called it out. It's three days. They just started. There's going to be so much differences between all these different couples because they're all different people, right? Mm -hmm. Not everybody is super touchy PDA off the bat, super happy. Whereas to build, like we saw that with some of the couples that end up lasting. Yeah. So it seemed a little bit of a jump to to react and also jump to judge based on what everybody else was doing around them. So I was concerned a little bit about that for her, but I mean, I totally agree. They had a good conversation afterwards. Hopefully she's able to, you know, take away from that and they can move forward, but I also have mixed feelings about them. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you you mentioned it being 3 days. So I guess to kind of this is the way I think of it. The editing, they want it to appear one way, the way that they've edited this episode. So the way I, it seems like they're pushing us into thinking, oh, he's not in this for the right reason. He's here to build up his career and he's not really into her. So it's a callback to that Luke and Kate situation where mm-hmm. he's a nice guy, but he doesn't really find her attractive. I think that by itself is a whole different situation. I, I still think um, I, I kind of wish there was a way for them to do the show a little differently where, hey, we have these four people who we think you would work with. Here's right. their pictures. What do you think? Like at least giving them the person a little bit of say in how, uh, like who they're matching with. Because I think the attraction thing, that's a big deal. It's It's a big deal. And if you're not uh, attracted to the person, things that would be that would easily roll off if you found them very attractive. You kind of find a little bit of annoying um, because you're just not into them that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's what they were trying to paint it as, and then especially that conversation where she's going into the oh, other couples are um, touchy feely, and that's not really us, and. Um, it's, yeah, that seemed like what they were going, but I don't think that's what's going on personally. I think her friend kind of mentioned it, that she can be a little, uh, she can analyze things quite a bit mm-hmm. and very, uh, kind of mowing over the facts. And I think she saw the other couples and then immediately started into the, okay, but why aren't we touchy feely? Why aren't we? And like mm-hmm. you said, it's been three, it's been three days um, it's a really good you know, point, though. Some people yeah, don't go straight into uh, PDA. Like it's different couples are going to re- are going to grow differently. Mm-hmm. And her asking it in that way, I think that pushed him off a little bit. It that kind of it worried him. And if I was to put myself in his shoes, and you're, you know, at this point, this is basically date three, essentially. Like they've been together for, like I said, three days. If you're talking to a person and by date three, that person's like, oh, why aren't you saying that you think I'm cute? Why aren't you kissing me in public? Why? It's like, hey, like we're still getting to know each other. It seems unfair to try to push that on a person. Um, Yeah, I just, I really did not like that conversation. It just, it felt a bit much. It just felt too much for her to just going into that. And it almost felt as if she was attacking him for not giving more PDA. Um, but I didn't like his reaction where he goes, oh, 
then he gets passive aggressive and he starts saying things like, oh, you're not going to take a shower before going to bed. Oh, you're going to be greasy in bed. Oh, you're going to talk to me while I'm washing my face. Like, come on. Like, that's well, don't do that. So I think his reaction definitely wasn't great. Um, but her bringing that up wasn't great either. And then that's, you know, they kind of cut to the scene where she's walking in the hallway and, and uh, you know, oh, he said that we're not building attraction. I think that was just him lashing out for that question. And that's not the right thing to do. He shouldn't have done that. But I think that was, I think that's what that was. Um, so overall, I still think, ironically, after all this, I still think they're going to make it <laughs> through this um, just because it was a bad fight. But the way they fought was very different from some of the other couples we've seen on this show. Mm. I'm sure we're going to get to them <laughs> soon. Oh, some foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah, some, some crazy foreshadowing where like it, it was still a fight. It's like you, you guys are the, one of the older couples in this. <laughs> Don't compare yourself to people who are 10 years younger than you. Yes. <laughs> and that's just it is I think in this situation, it is there's benefits and kind of downsides to be going through this experience with other couples, because one, you have a support system of people who understand what you're going through. But at the same time, you automatically have, I mean, in this case, four other couples to look at and see well, if they're at this stage and we're at this stage, what does that mean for us? And yeah. getting into that comparison mindset when it doesn't matter what everyone else is doing. Like it really doesn't. Like everyone's going to be moving at their own pace. And just because a couple is affectionate or does PDA or whatever, that doesn't have any indication of how they're really doing or if mm -hmm. things are being addressed or if they're kind of going in the right direction, any of that. I think another part of this is I like there's two parts of attraction, right? Like there's, yes, I can look at this person and say, yes, they're cute. I am all about what they look like. They're adorable, whatever. Adorable is probably the wrong word. Sexy. That's the word. Sexy. <laughs> <laughs> other side of that is someone's personality. And that's how do they treat you? How do they talk? How do they treat other people? What do they do? What do they say? And those things come together to form, you know, if you, both of those things are good, that comes together to being, I'm all about this person. Not only are they right. cute, but they're nice. They do all the other things. They're funny, whatever. But when, when we only look at it as like, oh, am I physically attracted to this person? Like, do I want to like go, I don't know what euphemism to use, but like, do I want to <laughs> be with that person intimately? Uh -huh. Like, is that something I could, <laughs> I could potentially want? If that's the only thing you're basing it off of, then you're discounting literally 95% of the other parts of what makes someone attractive. Like, sure. and like in this situation, you have to give it time. Like, of course, after three days, you're not necessarily going to be like all in with all of this, with this person you don't know how to trust yet because it's been three days. Like that's, trust isn't built in that amount of time. Like it's right. a, it's a daily practice, you know? Yeah. And so I, I think they're, She's getting in her head a little bit about where they're supposed to be and kind of having a hard time just taking it day by day. And he's really resenting her for not taking it day by day and maybe is just frustrated because he doesn't feel the spark for her that she seems to feel for him in terms of their physical attraction to one another. Mm -hmm. And I think well, a really good point, as you mentioned ago, was her overanalyzing. I think if we, you know, Consider that with the buildup that she's 
wanting, I guess, with this initial attraction between them is that in her mind, maybe she has been building this up since she found out 10 days before the wedding, right? And so the first second she meets him, and if your mind is running so quickly all the time, time moves slower. So even though it's only been three days in her mind, so much has happened already. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, you're together sure. all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And very true. However, I think it, it is absolutely right. You know, he's maybe taking it from the reality of where it is. And she's taking it from the emotional stance of where it is, where we've been with each other 24-7 since this first began. And we've been in this high-pressure situation. We found out we would get married and then... Now we have to soon decide if this is right. And there's just so much buildup, so much pressure in that beginning that it can really get to you. And I feel like it's maybe getting there. But hey, a lot of us tend to be able to get out of stressful situations, right? And so this is, I think, just for her, a stressful situation that she can also get out of. So we're going to have to wait and see what happens with them. Is she able to kind of bring herself back in, realize, hey, let's take this in stride. This is a relationship over the long term, hopefully. Yes, Hmm. eight-week experiment for now. But if we're really in this both, this is not just over at eight weeks. Mm -hmm. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I To kind of hop in here, I I don't think this is the last time we're going to hear about her friend and Mm -hmm. Zach. I, I think she does not like him. And I don't blame her. Like, I get it. This is a, you're looking out for your person. So I understand that. But I have a feeling she is going to come back into this picture again. And I don't know how, um, but she's going to come back into the picture. Because just the way she was asking these questions, it's true. Like, it's these are questions that needed to be asked. But there's something different. There's a different way of asking a question when you are trying to give that person the benefit of the doubt. And there's there's another way of asking when you're trying to catch them, you know, Mm. like a gotcha question. Mm -hmm. Like it felt like she was throwing out gotcha questions so that she could get something and then take that to her friend and go, you see, this is why you need to leave him. He's bad for you. This is why da 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 da. As opposed to some of, (laughs) (laughs) I just, yeah. It's so it's, it feels like, because some of the other families, when they were asking questions, there were hard questions as well, but they were asking them to try to learn more about them. Um, like a great example, ironically, would be when Mindy was meeting Zach's family. She was asking questions, but a lot of her questions were, how can I make this work? What can I do for us to work? Like you can tell she wanted to get details on, okay, this is going to be my husband. What can I do to make this relationship work? Mm-hmm. While her friend was going, why are you here? Are you, do you have good intentions? Are you a good person? Are you just here to get your career up? Like it's, it's the, it just, it felt like she was investigating, not really trying yeah. to find out. I think it's one of those things where, cause it, it sounds like there was, there's some things in, in Mindy's past with past partners where they didn't treat mm-hmm. her very well. Um, and so her friends and, sister family have clearly seen her go through these really, really difficult times. And so I I kind of think about it. Like if you've ever been in a car accident, like when you're driving and you are in a car accident, the next time you are driving, if you are always looking out for when you're going to be in the next accident and you're always on guard and you're always so defensive, it actually makes you a really bad driver. 
because you're not relaxed. You're, you know, just constantly looking around like you're on high alert and you actually might be putting yourself more at risk by being in that mindset of like, I just need to avoid an accident rather than I'm going to safely get from here to the grocery store, (laughs) you know? Yeah. And I think that might be what's happening here a little bit where, you know, her friend has seen her be in these uh, car accidents before and is like, oh my God, now she's driving again. We've got to be careful. And like, is now just any opportunity for her to drive around is like this big risk. Like it's almost not worth doing, like just avoid it at all costs. And that's, that's not really how we, you know, move forward in life. And like, I, I think most people will probably experience some level of heartbreak and or trauma or just some sort of tragic thing that is awful. And you just, it, it takes you by surprise and it, it really knocks you down. But the whole, the whole lesson is being able to just try again, you know, find another person that you're going to love or find another situation where, I mean, like that's, that's the whole point of, of life. Like if loving someone and being okay with this isn't going to be forever because we're mortals, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And like, I, I think all of this is kind of playing into all of um, like Mindy's anxiety about like, Oh, we're not acting like the other couples. Is this a red flag? Like, again, she's scanning the horizon for what's the next threat to, you know, me, what's who's the next person to hurt me. And right now he's the person that's right in front of her and she's just looking for any sign of danger so she can go and protect herself. Right. Yeah. And I think, I mean, you bring up a really good point. We are human. We all are doing our best. Right. And I think here it's worth noting that this is maybe an example of there's a reason Mindy is labeled the optimist. (laughs) She is hopeful about what her life love life will turn out regardless Mm -hmm. of her past. And yeah, her friends looking out for her, which I want to mention a point with that too later, but I think here it's an opportunity to know, yes, some of us, not everyone, but some of us, and like, obviously you, know, you actually are engaged. So some of us really believe in having that life partner, wanting to be with that person for the rest of your life and hoping for the best that you actually get to live out life together. Unfortunate circumstances sometimes are not every lasting partnership works out, but some people are still hopeful. And I think that's what we're seeing here. Some people are still worried, like Shani, for example. But what I wanted to mention with that, though, if you noticed, and this may have been the editing, Shani was super hardcore drilling. Her yeah. sister, though, was quiet as it. Yeah. You know, as a church mouse. Yeah. And I was like, wow, okay, I'm really, if anything, I would have thought that Mindy's sister would have been the one really drilling into the questions because, oh my gosh, it's my sister. I gotta look out for her. I can't let her be hurt again. And that was really interesting to me. I thought, just wanted to point that out before. That is I'll interesting. I'll move on to another couple soon. Yeah. yeah. I think the reason why this storyline really hits, I find it so interesting, is um, there's this, so we've all played soccer at one point, uh, all the different hosts here, um, which is pretty cool. But, (laughs) but like, there's this big thing about people who are strikers or forward players where you can miss, you can miss shot after shot after shot, but the good people, the people who are great strikers still continue to take shots while the people who are not the best strikers will get in their head and then not take the shot because they remember they missed three of the shots beforehand. True. And I think 
ironically, her friend is coming from the, actually not even to kind of pull it away from them, but just in general, because I've seen this. Uh, and I think, ironically, her friend is coming at this with the best intention. Mm-hmm. But if you're going in it, already grilling the person, if you're going into it already thinking that they're out to get you, you're going to make that a reality. Yes. So yes. I think, you know, because if you put yourself in Zach's shoes, you, you're you still on, this is date three. You're still trying to decide if this is going to work. And if that person already doubts you, already is attacking you, what's the incentive for him to continue to try to fight for the relationship? If already it feels like this person doesn't think that this is going to work out, mm-hmm. that's what's going to happen. If you keep on putting out that energy, if you keep on mm-hmm. attacking, if you keep on going on the offensive, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. And I think it's unfortunate because in these type of situation, normally the person has great intentions. They're not doing this out of a, right, <laughs> a bad mm-hmm. place. Um, they mean the best, but they're still hurting. And I think those questions, she meant the best, but that's hurting the relationship. Mm-hmm. Like let the relationship play out. Mm-hmm. If this is a year in or a few months in, and then there's problems. Okay. Then you can come in, but they're still early. Let them figure this out. Mm-hmm. And I think with her going in attacking and, and being so heavy, it's just going to scare that person away. And yeah, you could argue, Hey, that person should be able to stay and fight and be all in for this relationship. They're on date three, you know, like, there's no, he doesn't owe her anything. Maybe. <laughs> he doesn't owe him anything. But I think. Um, no, no, no. No, that's sorry. What. Thought you were done with So, <laughs> like, yes, they're married. So, you know, they do owe each other that. But in general, when I've seen this happen where, like, the friends are all in, all attacking, it's like, hey, this person doesn't have to be with your person. <laughs> so you can, it's fine. Like, they'll find somebody else. Your person will find somebody else. But that could have been something great. It could have been something amazing. And you're not even giving it a chance. Am I wrong for thinking that, I guess? Or do you guys get that as well? No, I actually think you have a point, too. Because, you know, with her her view on how it will turn out already, I mean, I think she comes from a genuine place. I also think those questions are necessary and that she has a point to some of those questions based on the research she did. She didn't just, like... No matter who sat down in that chair, she's going to ask those questions anyways. I think she had a point to those questions from what she learned online. Yeah. But I also think there's something to be said about this is not a relationship between Shani and Zach. This is an outside perspective. And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, no relationship is going to be is going to be without its doubters, right? Mm-hmm. And hopefully that's not one of the people in the relationship. Hopefully it's someone (laughs) exactly. (laughs) And I think that's going to be something in this season where you have to see how much it affects Mindy and how much it affects Zach too, even though I don't think it's going to affect him. But I mean, I also think that a little bit of pushback for the relationship could be healthy in their perspective, just because it doesn't seem like Mindy may have asked those tough questions if it weren't for her friend helping her kind of thing. And to the history that Mindy has had, which, hey, Zach is his own person. That is not something he has to make up for her history. But to Mindy's point of view, this is something that she has to look out for. And she may have just needed her friend to kind of step in there for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. The one thing that I'll mention that made me feel a little bit more confident in them after seeing all of this stuff. And again, like this was probably the last 10 or 15 minutes of the episode. So we really didn't see the full context of a lot of those things. So I'm just throwing that out there that we're getting, I mean, I mean, it's a reality show. They're telling a story here. So we don't have the full picture, but from what we can see, um, when she was in the hallway after their disagreement about him saying like, I'm not building attraction for you. She said her reaction, her initial reaction was F this guy. And I was like, good, good. That's a good place to be in. If she is insecure in herself of, oh, like if she ever has kind of problems with that self-esteem or like her, that kind of like body image, that whole world, um, then we could get into some really, really murky waters here. And that could be hard to walk back from. Um, So that to me was encouraging that she's like, nope, I'm good. Like I, I know that I believe I'm cute, whatever, you know, uh, she was clearly more upset at the way that he was trying to talk about that situation. And again, it's been three days. So like from his perspective, you know, if you're with this person and you don't immediately like, you know, have the, the little heart emojis, you know, like he was being really cute and adorable in their wedding and everything. But if you're not feeling like snuggling up right away, that's fine. Spend some time together. Like you're in Panama. Like there's literally been studies. If you, if two people like who are in a relationship who go on um, dates and do different activities where it like literally like raises your heart rate, go to a theme park and you're on roller coasters or different things. If you do those things together, you start to associate like that excitement with that person. This is the whole point of the honeymoon is you're doing these activities together. You're going to be learning about each other. Like you don't know that much about each other yet. And as much as I'm sure they're just sitting in their room and talking and they're having meals together and they're with each other a lot, like you have to go out and do these activities together in the world to get a real rounded out picture of who this person is. And you just don't have that yet. So like if I, if I were him and that's how I felt about, you know, my partner was like, I'm not sure I'm really attracted to them yet. Give it some time, man. (laughs) For sure. Give, sure. give it yeah. time. Like once you yeah. get to know this person, you're matched for a reason. You know, there were other reasons other than like being cute that they put her with you. So like, just give it a second. You'll be fine. Right. Like just everybody yeah. chill. Everybody's so <laughs> on edge. Right. Yeah. I just, to bring it back to another sport reference, uh, J.R. Smith used to play for the Cavs, now plays for the Lakers. Uh, you miss hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Is that Wayne Gretzky? <laughs> Michael Scott quoting Wayne Gretzky, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I just I think that's the thing that kills me with stuff like this. It's like, hey, you got to take that shot. You got to go for it. You know, if it doesn't work out, all right. But like, at least go for it. And and if that doesn't work out, cool. Take another shot <laughs> with another person. Like, just keep on going. Um, so I, yeah, I, I'm definitely. I, I could imagine that she's probably not what he would typically go for. That being said, I still think they'd be great together. So like you said, like keep on working on it and build that attraction. And yeah, I um, like, I think they could be something really good. Yes. <laughs> they could be something really great if they, if they give it enough uh, time. So, 
So All right, uh, would you say that you think that they are going to last? I'm going to remind you that um, the last two times we have talked about Mindy and Zach, you have said yes. So have your oh, feelings changed or? Well, no, no, I'm still, I'm writing. Still I'm writing for them. Like I, I could, I've read some comments and people are really not liking the fact they feel like he's like Hollywoody and, and looking like a model. Hey, I still think they got this, you know, the hat choice. I'm not a big fan of that hat that I he was like wearing, you know, like <laughs> it's just, it just, it feels like something you would wear if you're younger. He seems a little too old to be rocking that, but you know, Hey, that's not, he likes it, you know, let him, let him do his thing. But I think overall, like they have great conversations. I really like her. Like she is mm-hmm. just the conversation she had with his family they loved her. Mm-hmm. They loved they her really right did. off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, and like it, and she seems to have that effect on many people. Like all the other uh, other people on the show, when they talk about her, you can tell they really like her. His family likes her. That she seems like a very likable person. So I'm really rooting for them. So yes, overall, yes, I still think they're going to be together. Uh, what about you? Um, um, about what do you think? Um. I'm going to stick to my no. I'm not convinced that they're going to make this through. I think they have a lot of good qualities. And especially like I I mentioned from the beginning when I was chatting about Zach in this episode, he showed some true gentlemanly qualities that maybe his family said he doesn't treat women well. But from what we're seeing, he does at least sometimes know how to treat a woman well. But this is the third day and from <laughs> the beginning her family said she overanalyzes things and that could cause some difficulty right and we saw it yes they handled it well they had a good discussion but you could clearly see he was not on the same page there so i'm just still not thinking they're gonna work this work mm-hmm. okay that's fair yeah the last two times i've said yes for them and I am pretty concerned. You know, there's a few things that I think may be redeeming where she seems to be very self-confident, which is great. Um, but his uh, his communication skills aren't as great as I kind of thought from what we saw in the beginning. So I'm switching to a no. I'm I'm hoping they can work it out. Like it's possible, but they both need to just stop looking for reasons that this isn't going to work and start just getting to know each other. Like (laughs) I firmly believe you can put two people together for a long enough period of time and they will, they will be a couple and they will be strong. It's a matter of putting in the time and Mm -hmm. putting in the effort and not having one foot out the door. Like if, and that's, Everybody who goes into this experience, they're like, I'm all in. I don't want to get a divorce. Like, my intentions are good. I want this to be my forever love. But then the second the person does something they don't like, they're just like, well, how am I supposed to deal with this? And then they're like, Like, you cannot have that attitude. You know, you really want this to work. You need to put in the time. So I'm going to say no. I hope they prove me wrong. That's all I got to say. One of our heavy couples this week. Gosh. Mindy and Zach, there's a lot to unpack Man, there. I have. <laughs> We're only on our second. We got to keep moving, guys. All right. I have, I, I have a feeling I am going to be right on this, Zach and Mindy. I'm just, I'm, I have a really good feeling. I'm the only one on this island. I'm fine with that. Okay. Hey, get comfortable. I, mean, I got a good feeling. 
Ash was at a yes for two weeks in a row, and now she's at a This could be the couple where it's hard to I'm decide. Buying, hard to see what happens with them. Mm-hmm. I'm buying stock early, okay? <laughs> stock, it might go down a little bit. I'm still buying more stock because I know it's going up. I know it. This is my Amazon stock. I know it. I was going to say, this it's is your Peloton stock as soon as the COVID hit. spiked. <laughs> Hey, I bought Peloton stock. I bought Peloton stock. I was like, you guys are hating. You guys are, okay, watch it. And look who's laughing now. All right. right. Next couple. We're chatting about Brandon and Taylor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Boy. So So. I already know this is going to be my flip-flop couple. I'm going to be back and forth with them every single Week. One sure. week I'm thinking yes, one week I'm thinking no. I don't uh-huh. even know what's gonna happen tomorrow. Uh-huh. So, oof. First of all, I loved the gift. The Mrs. Reed gift was so cute. cute. I mean, yeah, like there's a, there's a lot behind that gift to unpack, and you know, he said he has spent a lot of time picking it. Sure, um, I just it was still super cute. <laughs> I have to say though, he was such a dork with his commentary on one-on-one off camera talking about I'm all in and he does his hand with the waves <laughs> I was like yes bringing up the dorkiness so awkward oh he was just like so so tough to watch in that but I just love at the same time <laughs> so there's a lot with them that this week I was like oh wow like they they seem to be really vibing. The chemistry, as everyone noticed on the honeymoon, everyone noticed the chemistry was on par from the get-go, which was really cute. Mm-hmm. I think they had a really good, solid episode the entire time. They were riding on high. They were laughing. They were enjoying each other's company. Sneak peek, though, to future episodes. There's a mm-hmm. bad argument in there. But for now, even though, you know, it seems like it may just be temporary, I really liked them. They just seemed to have a really strong episode. Whoa, I was I not expecting <laughs> Okay. What? Really? I preface all that with this is my flip-flop couple. I'm gonna be back and forth every week. <laughs> wow. I just I did not see that coming. I thought you were gonna not like them. I'm I'm shook. Okay, okay. I thought it oh, cool. was very interesting seeing them meet um with the in-laws, you know, on the, the day after the wedding. So <sighs> Her family was tough on him. Like they, yeah. they were not giving him anything. Like they were sitting there stone faced. Like, well, what are you going to like? I think it was them who um, they were like asking him, what are your intentions? And we just want to make sure that this isn't like something that you're doing for eight weeks, that kind of a thing of like, are you just trying to take advantage of, you know, our family member in this really complicated way? <laughs> Like, honestly, if you were just trying to, like, mess with someone for eight weeks, would you really go through this entire process? Like, there's uh, different shows you can do that. I mean, one could argue Luke and Kate was uh, (laughs) messing with her for eight weeks. I think that was decided, though, after he saw her. Then he's like, I'm messing with her for eight weeks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm not feeling this. Yeah. But, I mean, he was clearly very nervous talking with her family. But um, I think he handled it as best he could. I think he's going to maybe take a couple different like family hangouts to really like feel comfortable around them. And I think ironically, because he's so nervous around them that it's preventing them from seeing who he really is, which would actually make them be easier on him. And so it's kind of perpetuating this cycle of just like, and that just takes time to wear down. 
And like, I've, I've definitely experienced that too with like some people, I just like need some time to feel like I can be myself and that's okay. Um, so yeah. And, and I think for her too, when she was meeting with his family, again, we were getting like, just like stone faces from the family. But once they actually started talking with her, they, they seemed to really like her and be on board. Um, so that's encouraging. Yeah. I, I still do not like the way Brandon's family talks about him. Yeah. I just, I don't like it. It's not good. I do not like it. And I don't know if it's ribbing, like, you know, they're joking around, but it's just, it's constantly negative. Like I, I almost want to call him like Brandon and be like, yo, you good with your family? Like what's up? Well, you got to talk to them about something. Um, but I think this episode, I, I, uh, yeah, I'm with you, Mabel. Like I'm going to be flip flopping all over the place with them. Like I have no idea. I, I did not really like his meeting with her side of the family. Um, with her family. I mean, um, just, the questions were, were tough. <laughs> they were very tough and he was not doing a good job answering it. Like he really wasn't. And um, there were a few times that like he went with the whole, Oh, you know, us millennials, we have a problem with committing. Babe, what are you doing? From? Like, dude, what are you, first of all, that's not statistically not true. If you actually, but like, that's aside from the fact and the whole just, you know, them asking those questions tough. So I, I don't blame him. I I think honestly, if I was in a situation, I would expect it. So I'd, I would have a better answer prepared, but they're tough questions. It kind of goes back to the thing I said before of like your daughter's in this as well. So clearly not everybody who's on this show is a bad person. You don't think your daughter's a bad person. <laughs> so give him the benefit of the doubt, you know? Um, so there's definitely a little bit of that, but he could have done a better job. It just, it wasn't, it wasn't good. But remember though, when we saw them, so like they show the couples meet up together after they, you know, see the in-laws and that whole situation. When Taylor and Brandon are back together, she mentions that being disrespected is a big thing for her. That if she feels like she's being disrespected by someone, she's going to shut them down. She's going to put her walls up, which I mean, I think most people would feel that way, but she made it very clear that was, a big deal for her. Um, and so was that the dog going off. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> totally agreed with the dog. <laughs> He's nodding in approval. Um, so I think that'll be something we have to look for. And I think they might've shown a little bit of that playing out in like the clip of their argument. Um, but again, that goes back to being able to fight effectively as a couple is you need to, always keep it respectful and have it be about the problem. And if you are so heated in the moment that you can't refrain from using, you know, mean words and and not being kind, then that means you need to take a break and you need to come back when you can talk it through like in a normal voice without raising your voice, you know, otherwise you're, you're just getting nowhere. And so I'm a little concerned about that for them long-term. Yeah. I'm, I'm also, a little concerned with they're both in the um, entertainment slash like club scene. Um, I think they, so we're kind of using the the previews that they had in this point, but they kind of, it seems like they're going to have a fight about that in the future. And 
I think them both being, oops, I think them both being in that line of work might hurt because you kind of like, they know, like he knows that people are going to be hitting on her constantly in the club. And likewise, you know, like he's going to be constantly getting hit on. And I think it's going to take, it takes a lot of confidence to be okay with, you know, Hey, you have a beautiful wife that many people are going to try to hit on. You're going to have to be able to, you're going to have to be okay with that. You know, you got to be secure. Um, So I could see that being, and especially if, you know, the moment he starts to feel a little insecure, it's, I'm worried that that might come into the, Oh, well, you're going to find somebody else in the club type Mm -hmm. of thing. So you got to be a little bit more confident. I'm hoping that doesn't happen. I'm hoping um, this is just me looking, scanning the horizon for issues. I'm hoping that this doesn't come up, but I am a little concerned about that. Um, I need him to channel his like inner Austin, yeah, his inner Austin and Jessica and be like, you could tell he's awkward. And then he plays the cool guy. Like, hey, you're just awkward. It's okay. Be okay with being awkward. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just you. Yeah. You know, you don't have to try to play cool all the time. Um, you know, lean in to your awkwardness. I'd say for both of them, they have this thing about them that they get into this zone where they're feeling themselves. We saw that individually with Brandon, with Taylor. Yeah. And so that's going to be interesting. You know, to your point about they're going to have people hitting on them when they're in the club. Mm-hmm. I mean, for sure. And when they have that, they're going to be feeling themselves. It doesn't have to take someone hitting on you to feel yourself. But I think it's. I mean, it, it helps. <laughs> it helps. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's something worth, you know, where hopefully they bring it into the relationship because I think that's going to help the partner be more attracted to them if they really bring that sense of confidence to one another and not just to the outside world. So it could, I think, go both ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I, super last thing on them. I think this is unfortunate because like now that we've seen her more, I think she's awesome. I think Taylor is the best and really cool. But I could see that being a little intimidating for certain people. You know, like I – and it's not on her. It's not her responsibility to be less intimidating. Like I'm definitely not trying to put that. But I do think – I think there's a little bit of self-selection where like people are like, oh man, I'm not able to date that. She's out of my league. True. And I wanted to make sure we talked about this before we quickly decide uh, what we think about them. What fully do you think happened that night when they were like, oh yeah, we stayed up all night and we just chatted and we just really got to talk. And I was like, interesting. I think that's a really good thing. They talked if that's, a full yeah. night of chatting, you know, really spend time yeah. with no other. But I was also, I couldn't help but thinking, huh, you stayed up all night together talking. I wonder, you know, what else happened there? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think I don't see them being yeah. intimate or kind of getting the, I don't know. I, I could definitely see it just being like, I want to know who the heck you are. Who am I sleeping next to? <laughs> And, you know, just like wanting to at least have a beginning of an idea of like who this other person is. Um, I don't know. Because with uh, other couples, they kind of hinted at at things getting kind of sexy. But I I don't know if I got that vibe from them. Yeah, I'm not sure if I got like a full, they got really frisky at night. But I thought 
at first. <laughs> first. <laughs> but I thought that was a good thing for both of them. Like, that's awesome. Well, yeah, that's They're good. good. Great. Yeah, it's funny. Like, so someone mentioned, they're like, oh, he's really chatty. And uh, I'm like, I'm not seeing that. I'm not seeing that from the show. Like, that could just be he doesn't do that on camera or they've cut out a lot of that. But <laughs> it's funny to hear like other people say he's a really chatty person, but we just haven't seen that yet on the show. But then, like you said, they talked all night. So I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe there is some chattiness here. I just, yeah, I mean, the context um, is different like because yeah. I can't help but think about when they're in these situations where they're literally like sitting in a bed together for the first time and putting on their pajamas they've got cameras all over the place however like many crew members are there with the lighting and the mics and everything like that is the most bizarre experience and to act naturally how you would in that situation without cameras is just the weirdest thing you know I, I just can't imagine doing that live and trying to process all that's happening in the moment. So I, I could completely understand how people could be different on camera versus when it's just them in private, which is a little bit of foreshadowing for later, but yeah, you know, like I, I could totally understand that, but that's also what makes us fascinating as we see those differences because sometimes they talk about it later. Like that's not what you said when the cameras were off. Like, oh, sure. you know, talk about it now that they're recording us, huh? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's one thing to look cute or to look to be charming when they're filming for one day. It's another thing. Like, they're going to be following them around for weeks. Mm -hmm. It's hard to keep up that facade for mm -hmm. that long. So, exactly. yeah, I'm, and I think a lot of people don't realize what that's gonna like you kind of know you're like oh no they're gonna be following me around no they're going to be following you around whenever like the days that you're kind of annoyed the days that you're just not feeling it they're gonna be there that's they're going to get that there. footage right. yeah <laughs> you know so I, it's, cameras over here. <laughs> <laughs> those are the days gonna be, and they're gonna be probing they're gonna be asking a lot oh, yeah. of questions oh yeah mm -hmm. they're gonna be yeah picking at scabs and yeah all types of stuff so yeah, not the best imagery. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, I guess we can. Uh, how are you feeling in terms of rating the couples? I guess I can go first. I do not remember what I said before. Um, the first time you said yes, the next time you said no. And remember, wow. they're all I, your favorite couple from last episode. Yeah, but they're my favorite couple because I like talking about them, not necessarily. Okay. I mean, they're lovely own people. <laughs> You know, they're lovely people. Um, I am going to say, I'm going to say yes. I'll switch back to yes on okay. that. Okay. Flip flopping. I'm all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Mabel? I have to switch my answer to a yes with them. Just because, as I mentioned, I think they had a really strong episode. They had really fun with each other. They had strong chemistry. They were cutesy. They talked all night, which, hey, I'm glad they're starting to really dive into this marriage against one another. So I think there were some really good things about this episode that made them a good couple. Nice. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. Just to cut in really quickly. I really hope she mentioned when they were talking all night, I hated that you grabbed a cake <laughs> by hand and tried to feed that to me. Like, that was cringe. What was know. that? 
that was so cringe. So just let him know, you know, just get that out now. Like, don't do that again. I mean, you're, what are the chances of them being in that situation again? But still, that was just, oh, that was frustrating. Uh, to watch. Yep. Okay. No, I'm, I hear you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to hold hold steady with my yes for them. I haven't seen anything too concerning. I can definitely see what things could be issues for them with his confidence and him being able to kind of be himself and her being able to kind of be along for the ride. Um, so yeah, I'll stick with my guess. So we all said yes. Yeah. Awesome. Consensus. Look at us. Okay. So we have Katie and Derek next. Yeah. What do you think? think? Oh, me. Okay. Um, so first, I know a couple of things. I loved that Derek undid the hair Jima Bob that she was wearing. Oh. I was like, that was the cutest thing ever. Mm-hmm. And then he asked her hand for her dad for her hand in marriage. I was like, way to go, Derek. You were just knocking him out of the park this episode. Yes. There was a lot that he really stepped up to the plate. Mm-hmm. And we kind of saw that coming up with the wedding day, too. He kind of knew when to step up to the plate appropriately. And we just kept that. They just kept riding it out. And then there were so many times when I was like, this is just solid. And she notices those things. You know, he tells her that, hey, I asked your dad for your hand in marriage. And she just like melted when he mm-hmm. told her that, which is great. Mm-hmm. I thought for them two, they're really building a solid foundation and taking just intentional steps forward in this relationship. That was really good for them. So I really liked how they're putting in and I just feel like there's so much effort from both of them into this relationship thought that really came across strong in this episode mm-hmm. he has been uh, shown a lot more maturity than I expected from him uh we we talked a little bit about how he kind of has this like man child side and then he has this like grown-ass man side <laughs> we're, we're kind of flipping we see both of them you know we're going back and forth but I I agree I was pleasantly surprised to see how you know intentional he was about trying to build that connection with her dad um whether that was his instinct or he picked up on that like this is something that would kind of help her see that i'm in this um like you don't if you were if you were hypothetically in this situation just to kind of like get on tv or have just bad intentions compared to like what they actually want you to be on the show for you wouldn't be spending quality time with your your new spouse's family members and trying to build those relationships like that's an indication of like sincerity to me um so that's encouraging mm-hmm. and like when they were in the bathroom and he was you know taking her little hair thing out like you were saying and like helping her with her dress and um they even talked about she was like what did my bridesmaids say to you <laughs> <laughs> That was hilarious. She was so embarrassed. Those words that came out of her bridesmaid's mouth. Sorry. About. The fire. The fire. <laughs> the fire. Yeah. Um, and he like was really cute about it. He played it off. He was just kind of giggling about it. Like, yeah, she was just, uh, you know, saying that I, you know, like they, they were able to joke about it. And mm-hmm. I'm glad that was something that they were um, able to keep light. And it even sounds like later they were, uh, you know, things were getting a little hot and heavy. Um, you know, they, they talked about, they didn't, they had decided to hold off, but like when, when Katie was talking about, she was like 
blushing like yeah there's a few times where I thought maybe but no we didn't and kind of hinting all around that so obviously all this to say the chemistry is there she's here for it he's doing all the right things like I think I don't know they're just there's being really cute um I'm excited to see how they're how they're gonna handle the rest of the honeymoon yeah totally I think Every season, I tend to have a person where I go, this would, like, I would be great friends with them. I would like to just know them in real life, and it would be cool to get a drink with them and just hang out. She, Katie, is winning that award this season. Like, she is so cool. She's, um, like, just seeing her energy when she was at the, uh, um, like, before they got married at the whole bridal. Bachelorette party? uh, Sorry, bachelorette party. Like, just she went all in. She's like, I'm here. I'm just gonna have fun with it. Like I, it's fun. She she has really surprised me. I I don't know why I wasn't expecting that in the beginning when she was just talking about her. I think it might be because they just focused so much on the diabetes yeah. portion of her life, her maturity and her you know, her yeah. yeah. And then yeah. she kept yeah she kept saying things like I'm mature for my age. I really don't like when people say that. I'm like, what, what does that mean? Like I hear people say I'm mature for my age and they're in their forties. I'm like, what does that mean? Like what? It was like, what are you supposed to be a certain way? <laughs> well, she did um, 26 as they're on the way to the honeymoon or something. It was like her mm-hmm. birthday. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's really cool. And I think, yeah, like you said, his, uh, Derek's conversation with Katie's dad was great it was a really good conversation it's a it's a great thing he did that um her dad in the beginning i was a little worried it was going to be a elizabeth and her dad type of situation when they when they first showed him elizabeth and jamie so from the previous season season nine but her dad has been really great like i think he he's he seems really level-headed and just taking the information and processing it and just acting accordingly. And I just, I'm really, really impressed by that. I'm impressed, like I said, by their conversation. Um, Ironically, I think we kind of mentioned this with the Zach and Mindy where, you know, maybe the physical attraction isn't happening right off the bat, but that could still grow. Ironically, I think Katie and Derek are the other side of that, where the physical attraction is there from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like it is, you know, they they are feeling each other for sure. Literally. I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, You're welcome yeah. for jumping in. But I, thank you. Thank you. It, it needed to be done. It needed to be done. Um, but I think this might be a burn too hot type of situation, unfortunately. Oh, um yeah, so I <laughs> I think they have amazing chemistry right now, and I think they are great. And like I said, Katie is is super, super, super cool. Derek has, um, you know, I think he's great. I think I like his friends more, honestly. Like his friends were just, it was a great friends group. And I'm like, that's a good sign that these are your boys. That's you know, true. it's a good sign. Um, but I'm a little concerned that, once real life kicks in, they're not going to be able to handle that very well. To kind of skip ahead, I don't think that they're going to make it um, overall, which is crazy considering how this was such a great episode for them. 
Um, I could definitely see what you're saying about like longer term when they're in the real world and they're trying to navigate that, that, um, you know, that there could be some more issues that come up there. I think as long as they're able to, I think it's good that their, their chemistry is on point and they're very attracted to one another and all this stuff. Um, but I think that could easily get them into the frame of mind of like, this is the perfect person. And then when they actually get into knowing other parts of the person and rounding out that whole picture that they're trying to create, um, then if anything is against the idea of this is a perfect person, which things will come up because perfection doesn't exist, um, (laughs) then it'll be like, I was wrong or I was tricked or something like that. So I'm not, I don't really have a strong indication yet of which way they're going to go with it. So last week I said yes for them. I'm going to stick with that. I think um, like the chemistry is kind of the gas in the tank until they can get to know each other enough and build enough (laughs) experiences together and trust to um, really be in it for the long haul. But yeah, we'll just have to keep an eye on that. Yeah. Also speak for yourself. And you said perfection doesn't exist. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I wasn't, obviously I wasn't talking about you, hon. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, okay. Okay, I was just making sure. Cool, cool, yeah, cool. No, you're, you're good. I also am at a yes for them. I think that they're a strong foundation couple. And a yes, yes, yes from Mabel. That's been three weeks oh, yeah. in a row. Yeah. Okay. I can't say the same for all the other couple that I've held strong. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. It's rough. But, hey, um, that's, what, that's what season's all about. All these different couples, all these different people. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. So we're saving the juiciest conversation for last year. We saw some real drama happening with Eminem, Armika and Michael. Uh, (laughs) Who wants to kick us off with all their thoughts and feelings about uh, what happened? What do you think? Okay, I'll jump in. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you're already talking. Yeah, I know. Go for it. Uh, So... One of the things that Mika keeps saying over and over is it's going to be awkward no matter what. And I think this is becoming a self-fulfilled prophecy. This is the theme of the episode (laughs) where she keeps saying, well, this is going to be awkward. Well, this is going to be awkward. Girl, you're making it awkward by just like keeping yourself in that frame of mind. You know, like you can feel awkward. You don't have to talk about it. Like if you just notice what's going on, maybe it's not actually that awkward. And you can get to a point where you're more familiar with each other, where it doesn't feel like a big deal anymore. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, the, the big thing that we saw is that they had a disagreement where, um, so they're like, I think it's like when they are actually at the hotel, when we have them on camera talking about it. But Mika says that um, it, it's a conversation around like expectations around sex And so she was saying how on cameras, he's talking about how, you know, he wants to stay, um, you know, do whatever she's comfortable with and is kind of taking it slow and just seeing what happens, letting things progress naturally. And she's saying that when the cameras are off, when they were on their flight, that he said something to the effect of if they didn't have sex in the, you know, on the honeymoon or in the eight weeks that they're together before decision day, if that weren't to happen, then that would be essentially a deal breaker to him. And that that's all paraphrasing. We don't know the exact like 
wording that he used or how he tried to communicate this, but that's what she heard. And so obviously she was pretty upset about that. That's not something that's really fair to anyone. Like that's not cool at all. Um, And so she was very focused on um, trying to get him to kind of admit to these things on camera once they were recording again at the hotel. So she completely denied. So mm-hmm. there's two different sides right there. Mm-hmm. He completely denied. So yeah. there's two different sides. Yeah. And the reason I say we don't know the words that he used, and that's the message that she heard, is we we don't have the full insight into that conversation. I think right. we've been watching this show long enough where we'll see one thing play out on camera, and then we have the talking heads of each individual person later, and they both have two different stories about what happened. You know, like... Luke, Luke and Kate, Luke and Kate. <laughs> like, just look at to bring up. Should we just back. title this episode "Luke and Kate References"? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was the classic example of that. Um, yeah. And so it, like, I before we've talked about like how we were kind of worried about how she would approach arguments, and I actually really respected the way that she was. I, I don't think she either of them handled it perfectly, but she was very focused on the facts. So it wasn't about you made me feel this way. It wasn't about you use this tone. It wasn't about feelings. It wasn't about emotions. It was about, you said this on the plane. Are you going to admit to that? Yes or no. And this happened. Are you going to admit to that? Yes or no. And trying to keep it very uh, scientific of like, okay, let's make sure we're both looking at the same thing before we discuss this. And and getting on the same page there before they go into how that might've made her feel, which is obviously not okay since this is a, a discussion now. So I think yeah. I, I respected that approach where it wasn't just like this, um, well, you know, F you, I'm out of here, like kind of a thing. Like she was trying to get to the bottom of it, but he was shut down. Like he wasn't really responding. He was kind of giving these BS answers about like, well, I'm trying to be a better man every day and like kind of taking it other places. And like, it, it was just, it's kind of difficult to see completely what's going on here. Cause we only get this part of the story, but uh, it's concerning for sure. Cause they didn't spend that night together. So, you know, right. how, how is this going to unfold? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess to hop in here, I, Boy, there is a lot to talk about with them here. There's so much. Um, this is this for me. This is one of those classic examples of there's really no good guys or bad guys. I think everybody is a mixture, um, and I think this is yeah, this is such a classic example for me. So to kind of start off in the beginning, when in the earlier parts of the episode where everyone is getting undressed and getting into their PJs, he was so awkward mm-hmm. with the whole, oh, I can't unbutton. I'm like, what okay. are you doing? Just un- That's not a big deal. Just un- help her get out of her wedding dress. Like, mm-hmm. come on. It could have been one of those like super dry jokes that just didn't land. But wow, that was uncomfortable. Like I felt uncomfortable for her <laughs> right off the bat. To go, to, to go after that, he meets her family and they ask some tough questions. Um, and you can tell they really care about their daughter, but they go into the question of, have you ever cheated before? Mm-hmm. I was going to say, gotcha question, but like, no, he could have just not cheated and this wouldn't be a problem. But it's one of those questions where what you have to be ready for the answer. 
And I think he answered it very well. He was very honest and said, you know, it was emotional. It was emotional uh, affair. It was emotional cheating, I guess. Um, and he did very well with that. But it's, I almost wanted to like yell and kind of grab them and go, what are you doing? Like what, if he says yes, what are you going to do now? Are you going to tell your daughter to leave? Is she going to listen to you? Like, are you ready for what's going to happen <laughs> uh, going forward? If you get an answer you don't like, um, and actually, it's I, we kind of forgot to mention this, but the other couple, their family asked them, "Hey, we've broken up, we've had a divorce before. What are you guys going to do differently yeah, so that you don't fall into this situation?" Ridiculous question. Yeah, like, I, I get what I get what they were trying to do. Ridiculous question. Did you know? Like, I almost wanted him to go to them. Well, well, did you know that you were going to get a divorce when you got married? Like, no one knows that this is going to happen. Um, so that's just, it's such an unfair question. Um, and to kind of bring it back to uh, Eminem, I thought that was that was a rough question to ask. Um, and then when she was meeting his family, hey, <laughs> there were so many of them. Oh my goodness. This oh my God. Like, it, it felt like all the other couples were meeting one or two people, maybe, you know, three. Yeah, she had a family it felt like, all up in the corner of a cafe where they're like jammed in the, like, what? <laughs> Give them some room. It felt like there were like 10 people there. I'm sure there wasn't, but it felt that room. way. They kind of gave the answer of, he has many strong women in his life. You don't need to be that or something, yeah. to paraphrase. I didn't like that either. You know, like what type of, that's not on her to to not be strong. Like that's, yeah. that's unfair. Like, down. He already has enough strong women around him. Yeah. Yeah. No, we got this. We got the strong women quota. quota okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that seemed a bit unfair and you could tell from her reaction that she did not like that answer. <laughs> like she, she just was like, mm, okay, okay. Like she wanted to say more and just kind of back down. See, And then, <laughs> And then uh, when they, they kind of mentioned the whole when he is attacked or when he feels like he's being attacked, he shuts down. And clearly she did not like that answer because cut to them being together, standing awkwardly in the street, talking about their conversation. But she was going into the, uh, I, my advice to you is if you feel like you want to shut down, don't. It's like, what? That You don't tell me <laughs> how to react. That's not how it works. <laughs> So I didn't like that either. There's just a lot of red flags all over the place you here. Fast forward a little bit to the reunion and have him come down and sit them. And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Um, and then that's when they go into the, Oh, they had a fight on the plane mm-hmm. and boy, that is a, that was a rough, a rough fight. You could tell they were both not happy with that. I really want to know how did that come up in conversation mm-hmm. that just, um, I think that's going to honestly affect how I feel about it. Whoever brought that up in the context of it, we're probably not going to know that, but um, I, I just, I really wonder um, to go to the fight, the way she, you're right. She was focused on the facts and the details, but I also think you can make a fight a bigger, you can make a statement a bigger deal by focusing on it, if that makes any sense. And it feels like she heard that one thing and then she went, this is the thing. This is what I, this is what we're going to be fighting over. This is going to be our big hill. 
And she just went straight into that and focused into that. And I, I really wish we were able to see that conversation because I, I get the feeling and I might be wrong, but I get the feeling he's so awkward and, and I have a feeling he just threw that out awkwardly. And then she latched onto that statement. I, I too, I wonder from his perspective, I'm, I'm curious what he was trying to achieve by, by communicating that, you know, um, right. I'm curious if it was something like he just wanted to, like, it could have just been, he wanted to share with her, like, Hey, physical intimacy is important for me. And that's something that, you know, I hope we can, um, grow towards until we're both comfortable and, you know, just starting that conversation, not as like expectation setting, but just saying like, this is what's important to me. And then just not just fumbling through that conversation and having it kind of seem um, like you just, you, you don't make that something like that an ultimatum because that, that makes it clear. No, like, I don't think he maybe communicated that in the way that he meant to, Um, And that could have definitely been addressed a lot differently in a way that would have been productive of like, this is how I feel about it. How do you feel about it? Is that important to you? And like, what do you want? And starting that conversation. But we've also seen them jump into these like big, serious conversations, like super early, like on their, the day of their wedding, they were immediately talking about children. And when, you know, they weren't exactly on the same page, then it became a thing of like, oh, well, you know, this isn't, (laughs) that's a red flag for me, you know, like she kind of had this immediate reaction. Um, So like, and we've talked about her being very reactionary and going, just jumping into the everything and and just trying to fix it, trying to control it. And I think that's going to end up biting her in the butt where like he was out of line for saying something along those lines, but she also needs to be able to help them navigate those conversations without it being like, well, clearly we're at an impasse. So we need to sleep in separate rooms. Like that's it. You take a break and then you come back to it. You don't have to necessarily stay in different areas or something. I I don't know. It just, it felt like a very big reaction to something that could have just been more of a conversation. And, and also it could have been like, he says something like that. And then you go, Oh, okay. We're not on the same page about that. We should probably talk about this later when we're not in the middle of traveling. And <laughs> it's not like, like yeah. she has control over herself. If she doesn't, you know, want to do anything, she doesn't have to, I, you know, there, I don't think this is an unsafe situation. And so it's like, okay, that's something we're not on the same page about. Same thing mm-hmm. with the kids. It's not like you're trying to to make a baby tomorrow, probably. So you're fine. Like, just take a second and let this unfold. Like you are, you are at the beginning of this whole journey. Like, give it some time, just relax. Like mm-hmm. you're going on a vacation, like just mm-hmm. chill. <laughs> yeah, uh, for me, I felt like there was, and I know I'm throwing this word around a lot with this couple, but I felt a lot of immature moments from them. Mm-hmm. So from the very beginning, He's saying things that felt a little forced. So I completely agree, agree with the dress, helping her come out of her dress wedding night was a little immature. Acting that way in the, and I'm pretty sure he also put a pillow down on the bed. I can't remember exactly, but he was doing a lot of immature stuff. And then it felt a little forced when he wanted to kind of sell to her family that he's all about strong women. And I was like, it, it just didn't seem genuine. It felt a little more, Hey, I really want yeah. to impress you kind of sentence. So from yeah. the very beginning saw a lot of insincerity, what I thought come mm-hmm. from him. And then the argument 
for me, they both handle that very poorly. Um, I felt some immaturity from even the hotel and she's just like speed walking to make sure to stay in front of him. I'm like, girl, you had an argument with your husband. It's okay to still exist near him. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to yeah. make it this big thing. And everybody knows that I don't want to be by him anymore. Like, he knows you're upset. Like, you don't got to do that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, he, maybe it's just him uncomfortable talking in front of a camera, but he was just not having, he's just stone cold, doesn't want to talk, doesn't want to debrief. And maybe that just be, needs to be between them to say, hey, I'm going to either have a safe word and hey, they're super new, so they can't even create that yet, maybe. But I'm going to have a safe word or I can just straight out tell you, please don't talk about this right now because I'm just not ready to talk about it yet. And that just needs to be dialogue between them two because that was completely missing. She, so um, to the sentence point about, and I, you know, I do agree to an extent about when you're having a debrief, having an argument, start from the same ground. I completely agree with that. You want to be on the same page first because that's the only way you can create a solution in the long run. I felt she was almost acting like a lawyer a little bit. Yes. Did you? She was. That? Did you do that? Did <laughs> yeah. Coming out. Yeah. Exactly. And so that's kind of how I saw she was creating that story a little bit to say, not creating the story of what he said, but creating the story to be like, you are completely in the wrong and this is not, this is what you said or not. And not really giving um, a sentiment to say, I want to hear your side of the story and I want to genuinely believe what you're, you know, understand and, and believe that you didn't come from a negative way when you said that. Mm-hmm. Side note, on a little tangent, I have dated, I've been, been on a couple dates, not dated. I've been on a couple dates with someone who, it was actually the third date we were chatting at his place. And I just straight up asked him because we met online, you know, what is it that led you to online dating? What are you looking out of this long term? What are you searching for by creating your profile online? And that discussion, he was like, yeah, I mean, I'm looking for a long term relationship thing that's serious. But for me, if I don't have sex with my partner by the sixth date, I'm out. And he's like straight up said that. And I was like, (laughs) okay, I'm out then. (laughs) This is not a checkbox for me. How did that Um, feel? How did you feel when he said that? um, It felt a little bit of no matter the person, it's still a checkbox. You know what I mean? It's not a well-rounded understanding of who that person is because some people like I have had strong chemistry with someone where I wanted to be intimate quickly. Other hand, I've also had people I've built strong connection with and later yeah. on one. Yeah. So to me, it felt like yeah. I don't have a say in that at all. Mm-hmm. It felt like very much. I either fulfill this or I don't. Yep. Um, and maybe that's kind of how, you know, she took it to like, whoa, I'm a piece of meat to you. Like, this is something right. that you got married to have sex. Like, where is this coming from? I felt like there was a lot of opportunity for them to have a mature discussion that they just maybe just missed. Yeah. Yeah. I first, I just, so when I hear this with, you know, Mika or, you know, your story, I just think, just, just bad game, like just bad, you're just a bad conversationalist, you know, like, it's funny, we kind of mentioned with Zach and Mindy that like, oh, he's too smooth. This is the opposite of that. This is like, no, like not smooth at all. Um, And like you said, that is, that's ridiculous. That's like a, 
I, I almost feel bad questioning um, Mika because I really do think like Michael's wrong for that. That's just like, that is the, no one feels uh, sexy or in the mood or loved by saying something like that. Right. That is just stupid. Right. Like mm-hmm. what, you know, what am I like a syllabus? <laughs> like This is a <laughs> beginning of the, the semester. And it's like, all right, well, if you don't pass, mm-hmm. submit this homework by this day, you're going to fail. Like, you know, I think that is ridiculous. And I definitely get why she was so angry and put off by that. Um, and you're right. It does seem like, I, I think he's probably one of those people where it's, you know, it's very nerve wracking being on camera. And I think it feels like sometimes he's making sure he says the right thing, not necessarily the way he feels, you know, like he, like I said, he, he keeps on mentioning, I have many strong black women in my family. <laughs> if you're black, you probably do. Like, it's not that like, you know, like I have plenty of strong women in my family. I don't have to mention that every 10 seconds. Yeah, when you I don't talk. say that people don't, you know? oh, you have a lot of weak black women in your life. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, you know, like, and like, and I get what he's, I get what he's trying to say. Like it's the way he's saying it. It's just, it feels so disingenuous. It feels like he's saying the words he has to mm-hmm. say. So then for her to then bring that up later when they're fighting and go, you're completely different when the camera's off. You're, Oh, that was, that was hard. Yeah, It was really hard. Um, and I do think he, he shut down when they were talking mm-hmm. and it, it made it worse because it almost seemed as if he was holding himself back from like exploding. I don't know if you guys felt that, but like he was gripping his I did feel his that. hands. Like it felt like he was going to like start throwing something in the room or it just and I don't think I don't know. Obviously, I don't know him well enough to know if that's what was happening, but I have a feeling it was just he shut down. You know, we kind of touched upon it earlier, but there's a different way when you fight, when you care about the person or when you're trying to make this work. Like she was in that fight to win. Mm-hmm. She wasn't in that fight to, to be on the same page, you know, like if her problem was, you know what? I didn't, I don't like you saying that we're going to have, we're going to be intimate when it feels right. If that was her goal, there's a, there's a different way of arguing that, you know, there's a way of saying, Oh, huh. Well, I don't feel that way. So that's not how, you know, there's a different way of addressing that then. Is it true at five o'clock on a Tuesday <laughs> that you said these words? Like it felt like they were, at, yeah, like you said, in court, you know, and and her going at it from that perspective, like it's going to make the other person go super defensive. <laughs> and that just was not a, it was just a lose-lose yeah. from both perspectives there. Like that was so bad. I think the worst part is we were, a lot of us, heck, I feel like America was rooting for them, you know? Like, they were, like, the winning couple, it felt They're like. They were my favorite couple point. from the get-go. First thing. You know? Like, come on. We're rooting for you. What are you doing? Um. So, yeah, after this episode, I I don't even think they're making it past the honeymoon. <laughs> I, just, I, I really don't. Like, I think, like, by the next episode or the next two episodes, they're going to just break up. Like, this just felt... So, it felt that bad. I have a a very different take on Mika and how she's handling this situation and maybe why. Um, where one, I think that they're definitely like their com- communication, like from both sides was not working. 
And they both just left very unsatisfied with where it was left. And it's not going to ultimately lead them to a resolution until he can open up. So I think with Mika, and this is probably a lot of me just projecting because like we've talked about how when she was younger, she was kind of like looking after younger siblings and like was very responsible and having to be kind of an adult really quickly. I can relate to that and I can see behaviors and thought processes that I used to have playing out with this situation where when you grow up in that environment, you get this illusion that like by you being in charge of everything that you have control over all of it. Therefore, anything that's coming up, if you're not handling it, it's not going to get handled. And so even though she had, you know, her mom in, in her life and like this, you know, parental role, like her mom even admitted that like Mika was like a mother to her sometimes. Yeah. That's that's a really hard situation for a kid to, to grow up in. And so imagine Mika growing up in that environment where she might have the mindset of if I don't do this thing, it's not going to get done. If I can somehow anticipate the things that are coming up in life or our environment or something that I can have more control over the situation, keep us safe, keep everything okay. And so you're always looking for the next threat. You're always trying to plan for the next thing. You're always um, very much on guard. You're on all the time. And we see this in her talking about her career. She says, I've got to, I'm always trying to figure out how am I going to be the boss? What is, I mean, what's the whole point of that? You make more money. So you're more secure. Like you need that stability. That's what she's after. That's what she's looking for. And being in a higher level, there's more control over your career, you may be like less likely to be laid off. Like I relate to that real hard. (laughs) I think in this situation with Michael, this is new territory. She doesn't have any control right now, really. This is a big leap of faith. This requires a lot of vulnerability. This requires a lot of stepping back and just being present instead of being constantly future thinking. And she's stuck in the future of, uh, you know, how am I going to make this last the long term. So then I've got to scan my current environment for what all the potential risks are. This thing, this fool pops up saying, we've got to have sex else, you know, (laughs) I'm going to divorce you on decision day. And so naturally, she's going to look at that is like, okay, this is the number one threat, we are going to focus, I'm going to focus my sole attention on this thing, until I can resolve it. And there is no point in doing anything else until we can resolve this because she has that laser focus on it, he's going to respond with like this. He doesn't like to be pushed. We've heard this. So he's going to shut down. She's not getting what she needs. She gets frustrated, walks away. They need to have, you know, she gets the room for the night and he walks away. So like that is an impasse. Like this is a tough spot to get out of if they can't calm down, you know, reach some resolution and be able to just come at it as like, look, we want the same thing here. Like, (laughs) let's talk about it. Like, what are your expectations with sex? These are mine. Like, let's talk about all of that. And that's fine. And no one's making anybody do anything. No one's holding anyone to any ultimatum. Like they are selected for each other for a lot more reasons than they know yet, you know? So like, let's, let's give it a minute. That's again, that's probably a lot of projecting, but like, I, I could relate to how she might be looking at that situation. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was really impressive analysis of how the argument <laughs> <developed>. <laughs> Way to go. It really was. Thank you. You broke that one down. Right. Can we get 
Dr. Freiling on this? <laughs> <laughs> to kind of bring it back around, um, do you think they are going to uh, stay together? How, how are you feeling on them? Uh, they're my favorite couple from the beginning. So I hate to say this, but I changed my answer to no. They have too many poor instances this episode where they were almost butting heads more than they were being partners. And yeah, partners butt heads. But it was just too much. And it felt like maybe because it's early, just felt like they weren't giving it what they truly wanted. I haven't got to say no for them, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm going to hold fast with last week. I had said no for them as well. I, yeah, I am worried about their communication styles. Uh, her, the place that she's in with her line of thinking about this stuff. Um, again, just, just going to project fully on that and just admit it. Like, I know it took me a long time to break out of that. And it, like, it takes time to kind of start to shift that approach and that mentality. So I'm, I'm not feeling too good about that. I'm going to say no. Yeah. I, uh, I'm also going to say no. I think, I think the, the experts did a good job matching them. Honestly, I think if they were able to fight or have a disagreement in a better way, like they are so good on paper. They really are. And I like, they could really be what each other needs. Like, yeah, he's a little more awkward. I thought he was a great communicator, but the more we're going on, it feels like it, his communication could be a little bit better. I really think they have something really good there. And it's, I'm with you. I just, I don't, I don't see it working out, unfortunately, which is kind of sad. <laughs> okay. Just kind of sad. Well, this is, yeah, that one was rough. Like there, yeah. there's a lot to back with them for sure. Um, mm -hmm. I know Mabel, they were your favorite couple the last two weeks. Right. And now you don't feel like they're going to last. Do you, are you going to pull in a goo and, and call them your favorite couple and, and say that they're not going to laugh? Even though I have a no behind them. Um, I don't think so anymore. <laughs> I just think that I saw now. So this, no. Wait, so sorry to cut in. So they're not your favorite couple not anymore? anymore? No. Okay. So okay. I feel like this, no. So I'd mentioned a couple of times already that there was a sense of immaturity I was getting slowly coming across. More from Mika, but I felt like I still wanted to hold out hope for them. Now, though, I have to, you know, like, dang it, <laughs> kind of yeah. thing. I'm changing my mind. But if I want to say my favorite couple right now, I was really enjoying Jessica and Austin. They mm -hmm. just have great personalities. They're just so happy, just want to be themselves in this relationship and just want to be themselves together because they've just really been enjoying each other's company. They're great. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Well, welcome to uh, Jessica and Austin Town because they've been my favorite couple. I'm sticking with them. <laughs> Again, like, I feel like this is kind of cheating because they feel like the very safe choice right now. But in terms of consistency, I think that's what we're seeing there where they're like, look, I know what I want. It's you. We're both nerds. Uh, Jessica called them. We're two awkward peas in a pod. So like, <laughs> come, on, come on. This is I'm, I'm holding fast there. So, Agu, who do you think is your favorite couple this week after all, all this discussion? <laughs> so, I 
last week, if I remember, I think I had Brandon and Taylor as my favorite couple, even though I didn't think they were going to stay <laughs> together. I'm changing my favorite couple. And it's great that you mentioned that Austin and Jessica. Um, Jessica, I was going to say Jane because they're plain Jane and I realized that it's not Jessica. Okay. Austin and Jessica are the safe choice. I'm going with the not safe choice. Um, I'm going with Zach and Mindy. Okay. Uh, I think most of America, obviously, I don't know. I haven't made a poll, but I have a feeling most people don't think they're going to stay together. I think they are. And to use a stock analogy, I'm buying their stock now that it's cheap because I know it's going to go up. Like, I feel confident. Those about comments this. online just. Oh, yeah. Like, they had a bad, they had a bad quarter. <laughs> they had a bad quarter. You know, they didn't hit earnings, but they're, they're going to, I think they're going to stay together. Even though I like Brandon and Taylor, I'm going to have to switch my favorite couple to Zach and Mindy. Um, I'm telling you, they're gonna they're going to surprise you guys. They're gonna stay together. I feel it. I just I feel, I feel like it. at the end of this, when we are finished watching season 10, you need to reach out to Zach and be like, listen, I was your biggest supporter from the get-go. I just want to let you know. Hey man, if you ever need, you know, someone in your core again for the future, like let me know. <laughs> <laughs> also, your hair, man. How how long does it take you to get that? Like, what's going on? Oh, okay. was it, was it that said he wakes up? I think it was maybe his sister. I can't remember. Um, that said, I wake up. Oh, at, oh it was his. Uh, it was his brother. His brother. Okay. I, uh, he wakes up at three a.m. <laughs> and this was shortly was after he hair. said he woke up at four thirty a.m. I'm like, when do you sleep? <laughs> <laughs> That's a thing, though, with uh, personal trainers. Like they have to wake up super early. We have a, a friend, a mutual friend. That's a personal trainer, and like she wakes up super early because you have to train people before they go to work. So you like she's trained she's waking up at like four to get train people at five and six and then they can take a shower and head over to work afterwards like it is not a it's not an easy profession <laughs> yeah sorry <laughs> now we're uh, gonna get oh. to see the full honeymoons that's gonna be the next couple of episodes um yeah and we'll be talking about the uh episodes five and six which will cover the entirety of the honeymoons. And then after that, we get to see them, I guess, move in together. And so I think we've got a lot to look forward to here. Bye.